a must listen by traveling salesman following adam and his team through the trials and tribulations of running a company follow the highs and lows the challenges the frustrations as well as the success this is no holes barred listening to what it's like to be a small business owner today in 2018 adam obviously cares passionately about the business and sitting down with co-worker and mate Harrison, they discuss how and where they have gone wrong and how and where they want to improve things. It's a must-listen for anyone who's run a startup, small business, or wants to. Hi guys and welcome to episode 209 of the Startup Diary podcast. I am joined by my co-host Harrison. Good morning. Thank you very much for reading that review guys and if you haven't left a review yet, get yours read out just like that at the top of the show. Head over to the podcast app, leave us that five-star review, tell us why you listen to the show and if you're a business owner, put your company name in there to hack it and get it onto the show. But today we have a listener question, Harry. I'm reading this one out because it's more directed at you. I say more, it's solely directed at you. So fire away jason asks morning guys quick follow-up question to episode 206 where you read the internal email to the team in your email you mentioned something about harry taking over photoshop work but he has spent time on video harry what's the plan to get good at photoshop how are you going to tackle it and what did you do about learning video when you first tackled that cheers guys your show is in my top three each week just Jason. Jason, why are we not number... I don't know why I had to add that at the end. We're in the top three each week. I would take that as a compliment. <clears throat> I'd take it as a compliment, but I just want it to be, guys, you are the number one show I listen to each week. Jason, yeah, I want you to reply with what are the other two shows? Your top three can be very fluid. It's what like, are you juggling? Just like number one, number three are very interchangeable. Okay. It's like top five films. Does it depend on the mood that you're in? I'd be really happy if his other two aren't business yeah, related. It, it, it depends on your mindset at, the, at that moment. It's like, oh, I want to listen to... to mm. If he's got like a comedy and a sports one, I'm over the moon. If he's mm. got like This Week in Startups or Startups the Rest of Us or two other business shows, I'm going to be a little bit pissed. It's probably cross-referencing all of your knowledge and like, he's just ripping <laughs> all of it from them. <laughs> so Harry, we're talking about this. It's an interesting yeah. one. So in that show... Um, I highlight, as just an example, actually, in that email, I highlight the fact that I spend too much of my time in Photoshop, and that's mm. that's not my job. It's your job. You're our creative manager. But you have spent all your time doing video. So yep. I'm going to try and get some value out of this for Jason because I, I don't know whether he's a creative or trying to learn creative. Mm. So when you first got tackled with video, when I say video, we're talking about shooting and editing. Yep, yep, yep. How did you get... Because I'm, I'm not... You know me. I'm as direct as they come. Like, you are phenomenal at video now. Oh, Within you. six months, you were better than me at video. So how did you get to that point? Because before you joined, you'd never, never really, you probably opened Photoshop or Final Cut yeah, a couple of times. Just, it, was more, it was more of a lack of opportunity, I think, than anything. Um, <laughs> but it's not as if you did work on the side doing video? No, 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 no. Okay. No. I, think, I think one of the, the biggest things is, as with anything, practice makes perfect. So mm. the more you get to do something or, or the more you just have a go at doing something, you will naturally be better at it. Um so you obviously you do things and you look back at it and it's like, oh, I could have done that better now that I've learned new ways or new techniques. Um, so initially it was just kind of exposure to it and it's like, okay, we need to get good at this. Yep. So in early projects, we already knew what we, we knew what the end result needed to be. Mm -hmm. So it was just a case of learning how to make it 
how he wanted it. And that sounds a bit bizarre. No, I think, um, what you, I think what I'm hearing is we were given a full brief. It was just, Harry, you need to get the cameras in the right position to capture this stuff so you yeah. can edit it to make this output. Yeah. It's very different to what we do now, though, with you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but I think that's probably one of the best. If, if you're like early days trying to get started, um, and this kind of goes into the Photoshop thing as well, um, is if you don't know like the basics or fundamentals or have any kind of unique ideas of your own because you've just not been used to it, yep. is if you take inspiration or copy obviously not literally but good artist copy it, great artist but if, steal. You, if you copy the techniques and the approaches that someone else has used that is obviously very uh, capable or competent uh, or accomplished in that field then you can at least learn how and why they've done it um and then apply that to your own maybe you uh, can't process. learn why they've done it but you can apply but you, 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 you can, apply you can appreciate how. you can appreciate that it looks better like composition okay. for example like rather than like pointing straight at the subject having having it off to the side rule of uh, rule of thirds and all that jazz yep. is like you can see the difference even if you're not 100% sure why ah, initially I see what you're okay. and then obviously once you look into more of it which again is the second part of it first you're obviously kind of imitating other people's work yep. or style should I say but then obviously as you do more research and learn the theory behind it you understand oh so that's why things are as they are composition lighting and it all just kind of piles in so i think just getting stuck into it and practicing try and imitate someone that's obviously that you think is quite good recreate similar th scenarios can i ask one just for someone listening to the show if they're interested in video who are the one or two people that you think they should go and watch that you personally think are good so it depends where you're looking it depends what work you're doing but like if you if you're on youtube for example there's there's a million and one people out there like even if you search how to do something there'll be 50 to 100 people showing you how to do the same thing in their own way but what i'm hearing is you're not you're not watching just specifically how-to videos you're watching like other creators and just yeah, some, using their styles some people have different styles so you've got um peter mckinnon which blew up on youtube yep fairly probably during the time that i started looking into people that do that sort of thing um he does like a vlog and a how-to yeah well and then the and a lot of people are obviously these guys peter mckinnon for example um have made their career in photography and film work mm -hmm. so and and then and obviously now youtube's massive everyone does youtube so he started giving value for free um i don't yeah he doesn't i think he doesn't even sell anything really i think he has things he's that you can buy look. but he's not yeah. like oh and you can buy my ebook so. yeah it's not like that but yeah so he so he puts like effort into the work that into his vlogs and things that just look fantastic anyway so just seeing those different things someone that's already got that eye and 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 that style and flair just seeing how they can make something mundane like making a coffee yep seem epic or exciting uh like i say just recreating those things that style just it it's eye-catching because of the lighting and the uh, composition and everything would you say there's any similarities so when back back way back in the day <clears throat> when i used to walk into a gym with you in birmingham the only way I'm trying to relate this that way back when so I... So long ago. The last time I've been into the gym, like three years ago. No, um, I used to go in and I used to basically just copy what you did, your form, because you knew what you were doing. Yeah. And then over time, I guess what would have happened if I, if I had some level of consistency with my gym work is I would have known, oh, I'm doing this and I could develop my own... Because I still can't develop my own routines, as mm. you know, so I still ask yeah, you. Yeah. Are you saying that what you are doing is like imitating people to get like, your muscles working... And then all of a sudden you learn the fundamentals, then you can go and develop your own routines. Is that where you are today with video? Yeah, but, but 
basically that's the, the probably the best way to explain it is if if you can get the ball rolling and just start understanding good good form good technique whether yeah. it's like physically or or in a video for example just knowing that you're doing something right but not sure why at the moment but then obviously taking it to the next level and understanding why yeah um because that that when you, if you're PTing someone that's never been in a gym before you're not going to explain to them the biomechanics of why you're doing something you're just trying to get them to, to move, move some weight yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it, with correct form with cor- so. 100% so on that note so you did it because I remember you did it in work out of work you sort of lived video for a period I saw yeah. you you bought your own random equipment at some point yeah, you yeah. went home you did training videos um, just walk me through that briefly and then we can go into the Photoshop stuff yeah so I, th- I think now more than ever anything you want to do and anything you want to learn you can learn for free not always the best option but even to just get started there's so much free info out there um that can help not always the best advice but at least if if you feel i can't afford to go on a on a open university course to understand cinematography for example yeah you can go on YouTube and find a bunch of different guys. Find someone that you like and and like their way of teaching. And if that if that helps you to start with, then great. Because then you'll know as you get better at your craft, you'll know whether this guy's actually good or whether he was just good enough at the time. Yep. Um, and then you can pay for courses if if you need to. But like I said, there's there's plenty of knowledge out there, and it's all just practice. And that's the thing. As I I saw you a lot with your camera in and out of work, and I just was like super impressed. Even down to one the video, but two you're working on composition. You brought photos of like mm. you and the wife and the dog yeah. and all that cool stuff. And like you're obviously just refining your craft. So I don't think it's a case of someone can just go at it half ass. I think you threw yourself into it. Which, yeah, and and like you say it. It, it it all comes back to to practice makes perfect with anything like even with for if you're trying to run Facebook ads or anything like that you're not gonna put your first ever Facebook ad campaign together and it's gonna blow up yeah but you learn from what went wrong what went right just continue to learn that process and understand where the where the uh, the shortcomings of the campaign are where the where are the holes in the funnel you know all these things are about learning where you. It's about making a mistake and learning how to make it better next time. But on that note is when I'm doing a Facebook ad campaign or anything for a client, that's data driven for me is I can look at it and go, okay, that conversion rate's lower than it should be. Those impressions Mm. are lower than they should be. The click-through rate's lower than it should be. And I can go in and fix that. What's your, and that that requires a feedback loop. That requires Mm. something from a system saying, here's your report. And I can look at it and go, that's not good. How did you get any feedback? Or was it a case of, uh, be honest, it's a case of you bringing it to me and go, that's pretty shit. Yeah, just visually, but, did you look at stuff and you could say, because you're going through that creative process, once you've made it, did you then take a step back and say, is it good? Or did you need to go and get external feedback from people to say, what do you think? Because it's your baby, you were blinded by the beautiful child bit, and there are lots of children. A bit good. of both again. Obviously, when you're in a project, like because it's art, it's very subjective. So like you can finish something and think that is amazing. And someone else can come along and go, that's a bit shit that does yeah okay but not necessarily all of it but certain bits and it's interesting everyone has their own opinion but you just learn from that feedback and that's why we we like to bounce videos around before we send it to a client still just to make sure that we're all happy internally because sometimes if you've spent if you've spent like three four days on a project um you can basically by the end of it you become fatigued can't see what you can't yeah Yeah. and it's like it gets to the point where it's like is this even good anymore but then you need, you show someone like that awesome, and then you realize, oh yeah, I have actually done something well. Do you know the um, thing that impresses me the most when I look at your development on the photos, uh, the video side, is 
early doors, you took every bit of feedback, you operated it. But now you're at a point in like your development, like when we did something for a client the other, uh, that was for the potty, P-O-T-Y stuff that you did. Yeah. Um, you got pissed off because the client wanted to cut certain stuff out because <laughs> because you, you got really like pissed off with it. And that for me was like, that was like a milestone for me. Mm. I'm like, he knows his craft. He knows it's good. He know because the client is an expert in video and storytelling, you know they're making a mistake. So when you did that, I was like, that's amazing. Because you like, for me, that put you over the yeah, bar. Then that was frustrating because obviously it that, was amazing that, to see though. That was like, say, a piece of work that I was genuinely proud of the end result, and I was like, this is this is it. Yes, like I understand. There were certain revisions that had to be made because there was brands that couldn't. Hundred percent agree with that. Get yeah. those, not a problem. It's a shame because it basically takes those shots out of it. But get those. But when when there was an issue with like, oh, it's it's four minutes and the audience isn't going to stick around to watch it, and like I'm like, I understand it's on social and people want something immediate, but if the content's engaging enough, and I sent this in an email back to him. But if that's the, what if I'm the content's engaging enough, I believe that the content we've created is good enough to keep at the length. You had the attitude of like, you've paid me to do my job. I've done my job as best of my ability. And just saying out loud, I listened to a podcast the other day, which was talking about Steve Jobs when he went to a guy to do the logo for, when he left Apple, there was a, another company, I can't remember, Next, the company was Next. He left Apple, started Next, and he went to a guy to do a logo for him. He was like, I want three options. And he went, no, you're getting one and you're going to use it or <laughs> I don't want And he said this to Steve Jobs. He says, you get one and you're going to use it. Otherwise, I don't work with you. Wow. And Steve Jobs went, okay. And he did the logo mm. and he paid him like ridiculous money and he used the logo. Yeah. And that was like, that's because you pay an expert for his craft. And when you came back with that, I was like, yep, Harry's done. He's made it. Mm. He knows what he's doing now. He knows his creative. He knows, more than more importantly for me, he knows his value. He knows what he's driving for the client, which was amazing. Let's pull this back into Photoshop. Because yep. it's a whole new experience for you because you did video and I know you've dabbled in Photoshop so you know the tools because you've needed them for the video yeah. work. Yeah. How are you, and the thing that I need you to do more of is a bit less exciting compared to video but you're creating assets for, uh, well, it might be anything from Facebook ads to banner app, whatever it yeah. is, you're just creating those assets for email newsletters and all that stuff. What's yeah, so the that's, process? So that's more, like we say, we had, had this discussion. It, it So like... I know Photoshop. I can, as a tool, I can use it, know how to, if you said make this, I could do it because it's not an issue. I'm not like, oh, how do I select something or how yep. do I cut something? Um, but that's more like graphic design. Uh, and with video, obviously, there's a little bit, there's still kind of the same principles, I'm guessing, like it's composition and layout. You don't want to just chuck everything on. It looks like it's, you've thrown up with words on a, on a page. Yep. Um, but it's just kind of, it is a different world because you're trying to make something that's striking, that has all the information, but not too much and just gets the message across. Uh, so we're going to, I'm going to go through basically the same sort of processes, trial and error, practicing um, and looking at other examples of what works and what people, other people use. For example, if you, if you see an ad that's like, oh, wow, it might not be the same product or even the same type of product like we are, we're a software company but yep. they might be selling i don't know clothes yep but if the message is i don't know like uh quality but simplicity some so, like the the message that they're portraying because an image is more about telling the story in a single frame yep whereas i it's get i normally get three minutes four minutes to do yep. the same thing uh, so yeah it's just kind of understanding how to make the most out of that split second that someone's so you gonna... <clears throat> you shared a folder with me last night i think it yeah. was uh what just tell me why you did, why you've got that folder and what that's being used for yeah so we're just going to dump um ads in it basically or, or any any imagery 
artwork graphics that is like okay i like that style um so then when it comes to creating something we might say okay we need an image to advertise the new app yep i can then look at this database of um ideas this bank of ideas that we've got and just see "Mm, do any of these styles fit if something is close i can then recreate that because like say i know the tools i can recreate something and then tune it to to get our message across in our product yeah that's perfect so we're so for anyone listening on that is what we're basically doing is creating like a library of ads that have stopped us in our tracks that we find creative potentially using stuff like carousel ads or video mm. ads in a slightly different way yeah. a good example that i've got to show you on my phone actually is coinbase which is a an app for crypto um and yeah, how they are uh, how they're advertising their app just with the animations of the phone and all that it looks very striking so we're saving all those we'll probably put them into folders which is like app or like product or whatever mm. And then you're going to go in and because you know the tools, you can recreate them and then you're going to build that muscle up yeah. to know actually th- the reason this looks good is because of this sort of composition and then over time you'll do it yourself. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Jason. Was it Jason? Yeah. It was Jason. Jason. Jason, uh, Jason hope that answers your question. Uh, one huge appreciation for listening to the show. Jason, I'm going to ask you directly. If you have not left us that review in iTunes, go and do it. We are pushing to get 100 reviews. Guys, well, before we go on to the guys, Harry, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, just like I keep saying, practice makes perfect. <laughs> you got to do it. Um, got to put in the work, and if you want to get good at anything, it just comes down to um, I can't remember the name of the book, but that's that reference. You have to do, <laughs> you have to do ten thousand hours 10, to become an expert at anything. So it isn't going to come overnight. I've been super impressed with watching you develop on video. I was always hesitant to throw into Photoshop because I didn't want to slow things down. Mm. But just as a company, that's what we need. You've embraced it. We've, we've given the team some. Um, some criteria so that they don't just dump stuff on you lastminute.com which can happen a lot in this company um, so guys that's the show any follow up questions for Harry fire them in and any questions where do they email them to they email them to harrison at expertrades.com two t's in the middle one s at the end and guys on that note we will see you next time